Have you ever heard a story that just made you feel, wow, I'm ready, I'm fired up? A story that captures everyone's attention and gets you to spread it to all your friends? Or how about a story that creates real impact and connection with the audience? Why do stories do this? And how can we create stories like this in business? I've been obsessed with figuring these questions out. I've been starting and failing multiple online businesses now for two years, struggling to find an audience I truly wanted to serve. It wasn't until I discovered my dream customers were struggling with these exact questions, except I didn't know where to find these people. I hopped on a plane to the US to attend a marketing conference that I met my dream customers and I saw firsthand how powerful stories really are. After that, I went all in on my hunch. If you're looking for the real secrets behind how stories can get your audience fired up to take action and to change their lives through your words, this podcast is for you. My name is Jules Dan and this is Storytelling Secrets. It was, it was absolutely terrible to the point where IRS is calling me, creditors are calling me, you know, went through a divorce. It was terrible, right? And you know, I'm, on, I'm on the top floor of this, this building. There's nothing to keep me from going up another floor and just jumping, right? There's nothing. Very easy for me to do. What you just heard there was a deep and dark moment from my guest today. And it's something he doesn't really wanted to share. He doesn't like to share with a lot of people just because of that vulnerability right there. So a little story tip, vulnerability. But anyways, my guest today, Augustino Pintus, he shares exactly how he was going from absolute mayhem in his life. He was able to turn it around and then be able to achieve his dream and then be able to feel like on top of the world. And we pull out his origin story today and we're going to cover some really cool points for you to understand how you would actually do this Um, because a story is not all about events, okay? A story is about details and feelings and painting a picture in your reader or listener's mind and you're going to hear me today ask questions and follow up with Augustino so that if someone, if you want to go through the exact same process, you're going to understand how you do that for yourself. So a little bit about my guest today, Augustino. He's a real estate entrepreneur. He's all about getting the deals, getting a lot of condo apartments, getting some real estate development plans. Um, he recently just got the Rockefeller contract in Cleveland, Ohio. And his little tip to you is um, maybe head off to Cleveland if you want to get some nice real estate. He's also got his own uh, education program called Bulletproof Cashflow doing all the things about like finding deals, helping you land um, appointments, getting through that, especially the mindset sort of side of like, how can I actually pull this off? All those sort of good things. If you'd like to check out Augustino's stuff, I'll link it in the show description below, but let's go straight into that interview with Augustino. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I got I got to take myself all the way back. So Yeah, I want, we're going to start at like a point of high drama, like a Hollywood movie. So um you know, like taking back to a time where um you were feeling frustrated, you were afraid of going being fired, you know, like things were going well at the time, but you know, just something was just bugging at you that you know, it, it wasn't really good. I was living in New York City at the yeah, yeah. I was I was, I'm I'm just putting the story together. Yeah, head, that's all so. good. 
I was uh, I was living in New York City and uh, worked at a worked at a company there in a high rise in the twenty seventh floor. And at that point in my life, that was probably one of the lowest points. You know, and who would have thought you can live in a place like New York City, on Madison, working on Madison Avenue, and uh, work you know working in a high rise no less, and you're still in a, in a low point. And and the reason why was because, you know, I'm getting I'm getting harassed by the IRS. Right, because I had started up companies, and because I was an entrepreneur, started up companies, watch them fail over and over and over and over again. I had bad business partners. I had all kinds of drama with that too, and it was it was absolutely terrible to the point where IRS is calling me, creditors are calling me. You know, went through a divorce. It was terrible, right? And you know, I'm on I'm on the top floor of this this building. There's nothing to keep me from going up another floor just jumping right there's nothing very easy for me to do right and i and i seriously considered doing it right and it was uh what stopped you from doing that well the only reason why i stopped is because i had had a son so in a way my son who was still very young my son saved my life he doesn't know it yet (laughs) but maybe one day he'll listen to this and he'll, he'll understand that uh He's he's going to be ten here soon. Can you describe but, that uh, setting? Sorry to interrupt here. Can you describe that setting yeah. for me? Like you're working, you're in that office. Um, you know, like hand shaking was like the room vibrating, or like what was going through your mind at that time? It's I know I'll tell you when at that point I wasn't I wasn't exercising, I wasn't working out, so it was kind of like you're very susceptible to to physical, I guess to physical things, I suppose, is probably the, I don't know, better way to describe it, but it's almost like there's a weight right on, on your, right across your shoulders. Like if you ever try to pick up like a heavy bar and, you, and it's, it's, it's all the way across your shoulders, right? Even across your neck. Right. And, yeah. and you're just hanging your head down. Right. So I, I would, I don't really shake or anything else like that, but it's like you walk around and your, your eyes are like facing the floor, you know? eyes are just aimed at the floor and that's all they do right so it's kind of like you're i was literally beat down you know just literally beat down right and uh yeah it was uh it was that was one of if not the, the lowest point i still remember it to this very very day and uh yeah it was, it was absolutely terrible terrible feel like that, yeah so your son is what really saved you then you're feeling this weight. What, what did you really want out of life at that point when you, you know, you, you start got out of work and you realize, okay, something has to change here. Or like, what was that real thing you wanted? Well, you know, the, the, it, the thing is, is that I ignored the, 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 the original purpose going back to when I was nine years old, you know, and that is to be, I wanted to, to, to do my own thing. And I knew it. I just didn't have the knowledge. Right. And I was, you know, so I lived in fear. Right. And even though I did start, try to start other companies, I was always doing it, you know, half-assed. And what that means is, is that you are, you're, you're not going all the way in. You're not going all the way in. I didn't have the knowledge. I didn't commit to learning the craft the way it needed to be learned or I just wasn't prepared to do it. I shouldn't have done it in the first place. It's one of those things, right? 
or three of those things, you know, or one of these three, or maybe it's all of them. But the point is, is that it was fear that really drove the failure. Right. I was always afraid. I was like, Oh, if this, if this doesn't work, if this doesn't work, which is very, very different to how it is today. You know, now I'm, I'm a hundred percent in hundred percent all in everything is on this. That person you know? back then was always, you know, like anticipating failure in a sense. Yeah. Well, it ran on hope, man. It ran, everything ran on hope and hope is not a strategy. Hope, hope doesn't work. <laughs> it takes, it takes action. That's what it does. It takes action to be successful. Right. And, and, uh, it's, you know, I'll, I'll never, I'm never going there again, man. And I don't mean to New York. I mean, I'm never going to that, that, that place mm-hmm. ever again, ever, yep. ever. And was there a particular moment in time where you, you made that shift and you're like, I don't want to go back to this place. And you started was, you know, going yeah. on a journey a bit. Yeah. So after, you know, after that, that, that stint in New York, I, New York is a great place to live for a short period of time, you know, it's, um, but it's, it's just nice. It's, it's, no, I, I'll just leave it at that. No, it's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's okay to live one for a short period of time. I happened to meet this, uh, this gentleman who, well, I, I guess you can say he, uh, he says, Hey, I need a CIO to work, to work with me in Indianapolis. He's a New Yorker too. He brought me on and got away from New York, fixed the company. And really at that time, getting away from New York, I think helped, but also discovered Mm self-improvement, right? And the the whole self-improvement movement got me back into reading books, into listening to books. I especially listen to books and I don't go crazy over all of the, the different, um, the different podcasts or anything else like that. I listen to, to more of the classics to understand how people work. I don't, and when I say listen to books, I'm not talking about the, you know, uh, nonfiction or I'm sorry, the fiction stuff or whatever, like that, that it's, I fell into that, that that's where, that's where it actually started. That was, that was the actual seed that, that really propelled me out and back, back to success. And, that 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 initial point was the seed of getting things fixing my mindset i knew it was broken but i didn't know what to do about it other than following doing some self improvement that's it that's it yep. you know? and what was that first book that you picked up like what was the problem that you were trying to solve you know imagine making like a whole ton of money and just blowing it on dumb stuff right and uh <laughs> So, I mean, I, I was making it at that point, you know, I, I, I was making, I was making very good money and, uh, I, I, you know, I paid off all the bills, got everything caught up and was able to, to fix, fix it. Right. And, you know, what was that first book? You know, stoicism is what, what saved me, you know, and I would say that that's another thing that saved me too, is understanding that, it's going to sound terrible, but people will let you down. And the best approach is to try to go, try to be as positive as you can with, with that in mind. So Seneca, you know, reading Seneca Mm -hmm. was that, that totally blew my mind on the shortness of life. That was, 
that was a book that was recommended by, I think it was Ty Lopez or something like that. You know, he's one of those yeah. guys that recommended it. And, and uh, when I understood that, that whole, I'm getting goosebumps right now too. That whole, <laughs> that book and that, that whole philosophy shifted into motion the whole purpose, the whole underlying purpose of what I am today. That's, that's everything. It's really served as the refoundation for everything that I'm doing now, that book, you know, that's and, powerful, the way yeah. that, and the way that I put it when I'm talking to these people, it's like every, every day is a gift. It's a gift. Cause you don't know, you don't know when, when you're gone, you have no idea. And, and when, even today, when I was talking to, to this latest student, it's like, he's afraid to do a $1 million deal. And I'm like, listen, man, I just put everything on the line for $110 million. I get the same 60 seconds that you do, buddy. So might as well make it big, man. Let's make him a big 60 seconds, right? Yeah. That's what you got to do. So that book was a real epiphany for you when you discovered yeah. that, um, that, you know, like every life's a gift. You need to be grateful for every moment you have. And it gave you, more than hope, but it was like a, a purpose. Would you say that? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it, it was a good thing I read it at that point because at, right when my, my boss, the guy who hired me, left that company and a new guy comes in, if you know anything about corporate America, the, the new guy comes in, he's going to bring in his own, his own people, right? So I'm gone. I'm basically you know, kicked out of this company that I helped fix. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what, how, how many more times can I put my hands in the life of someone else? You know, how many more times can I have these people that rely on me, my family that relies on me and put it all at risk over some person that doesn't care anything about me or my, or my family. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I want control of my life. I want control of my money. I want control of all this stuff. And, and if you're going to be a responsible person, you should be, in my opinion. Nothing wrong with working for someone. It's cool, right? It's fine. But for me, it mattered. So I, I ended up... Why did it matter? I'm sorry. So I need to figure yeah, out why. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You know, you know I, I wanted to live to my potential. And I know, hey, listen, you know, you're, make, you're making 250K a year. That's super. That's cool. Um, you know, and that's, that's not chump change. It's all right. You know, the government steals 40% of it, you know, that's, that's all right. You know, whatever. Right. But that's, that's besides the point. Um, but I know I could do better. I know I can do more. I know I could do, I don't have, I don't have to go to work at the job and go back home, sit on my ass, watch TV, maybe go out and, on dates and whatever, you know, that kind of thing. At the time I wasn't married. I could do that or I can live to my potential. I'll do, I'll do now in one deal in terms of net worth, I'll do, I'll do double that in one transaction than I will an entire year at that company. You see, yep. income one. Yeah, so it's totally, totally different. <laughs> totally it's totally different. different. But when you're in that moment, you know, like, so you said, I just want to rewind a little bit. So um, I remember before, before this conversation, you said you were having that fear of like, when am I going to get fired sort of thing? And then your, yeah. your boss dropped the hammer. That, that's what happened, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. So, so now I, I, so I basically, 
I was preparing for it. So I put everything in storage, you know, and I ended up going, going to Michigan, selling off a house, had a house out there, went to Virginia to sell off some other houses. And I'm like, what am I going to do next? Like, what am, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do the IT thing anymore. I'm done with that. So what's up? What am I going to do? And then I realized that my real estate portfolio was kicking out money month over month, man. I mean, it wasn't a lot at the time because I'd sold off a lot of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm going to do real estate. That's what's up. And then when I, when I understood and learned about syndication by networking with people, I'm like, oh my God, that's what I need to be doing. I can raise money from other people to go buy deals. Mm -hmm. I'll do that. That's what I'm going to do. You know, I decided to do that. I made a decision. That's when I sold everything. I sold my cars. I sold all my stuff. Whatever I had left, I packed in my truck. I did the research and discovered that that Cleveland was the place to be. So I, I moved out here. I, I mean, I literally, I just I sold off the house in Virginia. I had the last one that I had that I was staying in while I was while I was getting rid of it. I had I was ba I basically had no home. Packed up my car, went to Ohio, <laughs> and yeah. this is where I'm going to do it. I picked up a consulting gig, and got to work. You know, and in the span of just over just while well, it's twenty. Well, 28, 30 months now. So we're at 42 million in, in, in actual closed deals, not including this 110 unit or $110 million deal that I'm working on now. Yeah. So I just need to run around just a little bit because uh, we're missing some yeah. juicy details here. Um, you packed up in this car, you're, you're going to Ohio. Like what are some feelings that are going through your, through your head at this moment? Did you have the confidence you, you knew you were going to do it? Or was it just really uncertain? I had the confidence I was going to do it. I'll tell you what I had the confidence about. I knew that I was going to, do, I was going to have to take on a consulting role while I was going to make this transition, right? From, from IT person, IT consultant to real estate. I made a promise to my then girlfriend that this is the last job I am ever going to have. <laughs> I promise. That's yeah. it. Burn the ships this is it. I'm, that's a, it's the last thing I'm doing. It's the last thing. Yep. And, um, all those personal development books, you know, like you reading and learning and applying. Um, so what were some of like the key lessons that you sort of like applied from back when you first took me to the start of the story where, you know, you weren't in a good state thinking of suicide and now, you know, you've got belief, you've got the confidence, you're going to, you know, you're going to burn the bridges. Like what are some of those key elements that you took on board so you could have that confidence? You gotta, you gotta think big. It's scary for people to think big. You know, there, uh, there's another gentleman that, that I know and I tell him, man, it's like, why, why you want to get into flipping houses, go raise money and go take down a deal. Go do, let's go do a big deal, man. Let's do it. And he's like, well, it's easy for you to say, cause you can do it. <laughs> no man I, I had to learn how to do it too what are you talking about you know it's like what do you think i just came fell from the sky learning this stuff no i had to learn it i mean it's, it takes experience and if you're gonna do it if you're gonna go and do this do go all in go all in you know it's life is too short to to think small yeah and, and so you went all in Sorry to interrupt you here. I know you're in a role there. Um, you went all in, you got this consulting gig and um, things are going smoothly. 
Um, did you have any sort of like conflict along the way? I know you were, we were just talking about how, how good you were feeling yeah. from all these personal development books, but like yeah. any imposter syndrome, any sort of like something pulling you and you're just like, oh, this doesn't feel really right. And like, you just had this moment where you felt like, hey, either I do this or I fail. You know, I, it's funny because I was, I was thinking about that recently. And it's like when I was, when I was working with this company, I felt that I was, I was getting slowed down. You know, it's, I could do way more, but I gotta, I gotta go serve my time at this, this crappy company. And it wasn't, it was a pretty bad company. Um, they were, they were doing it stuff, but it was just very poorly run. And, um, it wasn't until I, I actually, I just felt that I was, I was being held back. I was being held back, you know? So when I, when, when I finally, when I took down, I think at that point I took down I already took on like three deals already by the time I left that company. So you're already kind of doing what you wanted to do while doing that consulting. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. 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 So I I was still, I was still planning. I'm still doing all that stuff and doing the research and understanding things, building, building up my network. A big part of this business is building a network, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and that's, and that's the part that people don't want to do. When I tell people they got to, you know, they got to get off the couch and they got to go outside because that's where the money is. The money is not in the couch. <laughs> the money's outside. <laughs> and uh, some people, they don't believe me, but it's true. It's out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally believe you. So you're at this point and you felt like if I stay here, nothing's going to happen. I've really got some confidence. I need to make this happen. Money's out there. Like you just said. Um, yeah. So you quit. Did you quit? Did you resign? Did you keep building um, that side hustle? Like what happened next? Yeah. So, so the contract was, was, was coming up. So when, when it came up, they, they said they weren't going to renew. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> please, fine. I'm out. I don't care. You know? So I was already, I was already planning to get out. Yeah. Right. One way second or another. Time. I, yeah. Planning oh, plan to get out twice. Way, yeah. way more than that, man. <laughs> I've only given you two, man. I've been, I've been through a lot of stuff, man. I've been through a lot I imagine. Of stuff. So, okay. um, yeah, man. Two asterisks. Okay. Continue. Sorry. Yeah. 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 No, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. So, I mean, I'll tell you when, when I left that place, I was handing out high fives. So I was like, high fives to, to my friends. Talk to you later. Bye. I'm out. They were like, what, what just happened? And I was like, yeah, I'm out. Bye. You know, I, I was so, I was pleased to finally not have to go there anymore. And then I, I immediately got to work con- building this thing, you know? So you were pleased, but what did you feel like? Like you stood out of that building or office? Like what was this initial rush, that feeling when you stood out? It's, it's hard to imagine getting, getting released from prison <laughs> or whatever, right. right? But it's kind of like, it's almost like you are, you can go in any direction. There's, there's absolute freedom. It's very different when you're on a Tuesday and you're, you're no longer required to drag your sorry ass to a place you don't want to be. It's like the, the following day, you're like, I have 100% freedom to do whatever I please, anything. I can take up my stuff right now and go to Colombia 
which I did actually, by the way, I didn't do that at that point, but I just, you know, I just came back from Columbia recently, went there for six weeks. Mm-hmm. You can't do that if you're working for someone, right? But anyway, at that point, when I left that, that group, I was, uh, it was, it was freedom. It was just absolutely freedom, man. It was, that's why when I say it, it's like, I'm never going to go back to the, that, that point in my life again, where I'm turning over my time. My time is the only thing I have. You know, I can always get more money. I can't get more time. Mm-hmm. You know, Steve Jobs had all the money in the world for, you know, not all the money in the world, but you get my drift. He had plenty of money. He can't buy back his life. Nothing can, you know, and I'm wasting it. I knew I was wasting it working with, the, with that group. So it's freedom. Yeah, freedom. So you left them, had that absolute bliss feeling. I don't owe anything to anyone. Yeah. It's awesome, man. So you, you and now, <laughs> I, like, I, I was thinking about doing it again, <laughs> just to go there and leave again. <laughs> but you can't rec- recreate that first feeling, right? No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> um. So and now I'm I'm gonna guess like you're into the sunset, you know, deal syndication, what you're doing, and it's going pretty well, which has now led you to where you are right now. Would that be correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, listen, you know, I, I'd be lying if I said, oh, it's always, you know, yeah, sunshine yeah. and unicorns, Sun right? Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 you know, there's some days where some days are better than others, you know, and some deals are awfully better than others. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's, an, it's, it's work. I'll tell you, it's work. It's not easy. This is not for the faint of heart. But you really, if you're, if you're trained and you study and you network and you build a good team around you, that's just, I mean, that's just the beginning. You know, that's just the beginning right there, right? Yeah. 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 And can you describe for me, say like in three words, who you were on that 27th floor of that building versus right now in say like three words? Depressed, lonely, and suicidal. Mm. And then three words, how would you describe the transformation, that feeling when you left that building and you're like, see you later. And then the world was your oyster. What was, what can you give me three words for that? Abundance, power, and freedom. Abundance, power, freedom. Those are really nice, strong words. Augustino, you've just had your story pull from you. So uh, thank you for, um, being on the podcast episode, getting raw, vulnerable, and deep. Um, I'm sure like your story can go a lot, lot deeper and like everyone's, everyone's is, but like the real art is just having like a structure, having some brevity, but um, like, would you like anything else to add? No, man. I mean, Hey, I'm just telling, I'm, I'm here to tell the world, go big, think big. Don't be afraid. You only get one, once around the ride. That's all you get. That's all you get. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and you know, if you're really struggling to write your origin story, this is how you do it. It's going to be with an interview and it's not a series of events. So if, if you've listened closely, um, a lot of the times it's the role of the interviewer to be able to paraphrase, t- say what they said back to them, say it differently so that you keep that person's attention the whole time. They feel like they're being listened to. That is so important for you to get that real gold out of either yourself or your customer and number two is to if they're rushing over um series events you need to like pull them back get them to paint those details get them to tell you how you feel uh what was going on bodily feelings uh internal 
feelings are what was the scenery and um scenery environment like that sort of thing okay so again if you want to check out augustino's stuff uh it's gonna be in the link in the show notes bulletproof cash flow uh but the best place to find him is probably on facebook he's he's really really present on that space as well uh but yep this was another edition of they're pulling out origin story version of entrepreneurs. I don't know what I want to call this segment, but I hope you enjoyed it. Next Thursday, we're going to have a TikTok specialist. who She, she has 1.7 million followers on the show. I'm just going to leave it at that. She has 1.7 million followers on TikTok and she's going to drop all these juiciest details about how you can use TikTok to tell story. Anyways, hope you enjoyed today's episode. Going to see you on Monday next week. This is Jules Dan from Storytelling Secrets. I'll see you Monday.